Happy Roosters. to Radley and he sends it back for Keary who's going to kick over the top and Manu is unmarked and the ball bounces perfectly electric footy from the Roosters on a cold dark and wet Thursday night in Melbourne our Roosters took to the field to take on a revitalised Melbourne storm in front of 16,000 screaming mad Melbournians our almighty Cox took the lead courtesy of a beautiful floating ball from Sammy Walker. Some ill-discipline and errors led to Melbourne going into the sheds 18-6 at half-time. Two quick tries after the break, and that was all she wrote for the Roosters, a night they'd rather forget and one that will pack away in the annuals of time. Hello and welcome to this episode of Roosters Radio. Joining us in the studio, of course, we've got producer Pat, but a very special guest. We've got Bells joining us in the studio. Hello, Bells. Hello, Coop. How are you going? Hey, Pat. Bells, a tough night at the office. I um, I hosted up at East Leagues there last Thursday night, and I thought we're going to head into Good Friday and make it a great Friday, uh, but it wasn't the case. No, it wasn't. And um, I think Bush was actually down at the game in Melbourne. He was, yeah. Um, he had the pom-poms out. And, uh, <laughs> that's why he's not here. He's still recovering from the loss. He but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, um, off to a great start. Thought, what a fantastic game this is going to be. The boys are on fire and then um, very short-lived, unfortunately. Just uh, we got thundered by them. It was um, the forwards. They were They were big. They were strong. They kept coming at us. Obviously, they're at a point, and it's a very big talking point this week, was the sin binning of Victor Radley. Robert had a lot to say about it in the press conference. They did score two tries while he was off the park, and unfortunately, it was a, a stupid decision that he made at the time. I'm sure he'd want it over and over again. To quote Robert on it, it wasn't necessary, but it wasn't the end of the world either. They weren't playing well regardless. No, it wasn't. From the first kickoff, in fact, from our first set of six, when Jackson Bolo took a hit up, spilt the ball, the way that the Melbourne Storm reacted to the error, you knew that they were there and ready to play. Uh, they got around each other, were patting each other on the back, and uh, I actually was watching the game with Connor Watson up at Artie's, and I said, well, that looks like they're uh, the boys from Melbourne are, are ready to uh, put on a big one. And it and not, look, we went up the field there uh, and scored that great try, as I mentioned in the intro, but pretty much after that, there, there wasn't much more cheering that we could do as Roosters fans, was there? No, it was all downhill from there and um, just errors. There were so many errors. It, it, was a, it was a rainy night. The ball was wet. The paddock was wet, but that didn't seem to bother Melbourne. Uh, no. We just didn't handle it. Uh, we made 14 errors there and the frustration you could just see was kicking in with the boys. Uh, t- 61% completion rate, Silky. So we all know it. We all say it. You're not going to win... Yeah. football games, let alone a premiership with that completion rate. So that's definitely something that we have to improve on. And look, Melbourne played extremely well. I, I don't know what they completed at Bellas, but I know in the first half they... I think I, they were 86. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm, so, something like that. But they're also their kick chase. I mean, look, there was... Prior to Victor getting the sim bin, there was a series of play there where we had the ball. I think it was Lindsay Collins offload and it got pulled back for a forward pass. They had a set of six... Then we were carrying the ball out of our own end. We got to the fifth tackle. That's when I think Sammy Walker kicked it out on the full. And I'm pretty sure off the back of that, that's when uh, Coates went in in the corner when Victor pushed Munster 
The try wasn't allowed, of course, but Victor got 10 in the bin and they pretty much rolled through us um, from that point on. I mean, look, you can say what you want about the uh, the sim bin. Obviously, it's all been said and done. Was it a turning point in the game? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, I really think that Melbourne were really up for that game. And, and to your point, I just don't think we um, adapted to the, the style of football that we had to play. There was a number of times I can think of where on a zero tackle... We knocked the ball on. There was one mm-hmm. from Brandon Smith where he's trying to do a scoot from dummy half. I think another one where we had an offside differential penalty and we Sammy Walker's thrown it to Toops and it's gone into the grandstand. So, yeah, a, a bad night at the office, it's fair to say, and uh, I'm sure Coach Robinson would have been addressing that this week. I definitely think he'll be addressing the defence as well. So not only was the attack not the flair that we usually get, but 42 missed tackles. So... You know, we've got a lot to work on this week for the Sharks on Friday night. But there were a couple of good points out of it. The Butcher Boys, they played 80 minutes each again. So getting lots of time there. And they made 49 tackles each. Wow. (laughs) Exactly the same. So they're definitely doing things in pairs. But uh, they played really well. Just obviously we lacked in the edges, which... um, you know, we all know about and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to this weekend for them to turn it around. I think that's right. I think there's plenty to look forward to this week. But, Bells, just away from football briefly, uh, something's caught your eye. Yes, 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 yes. Another little rooster on the way, Teddy Tedesco. Congratulations, mate. Joining fatherhood and going to have a little baby. So I saw a photo there on social media and they just look so happy and ecstatic, as everyone is with the news of their first baby. And um, good luck with it, mate. You're going to thoroughly enjoy it. Well, speaking of good news, Bells, the good news coming out of Rooster Town this week, and I'm absolutely delighted. There's five players, actually six players returning this week from injury. Playing for the Roosters this Saturday, 3 p.m. at the 8th Wonder of the World, Henson Park, Masters Dylan Napper, Angus Crichton and Nathan Brown all turning out for our reserve grade side, which I can't wait for. I'm going. I'll be there. Spent plenty of time uh, at Henson Park in my youth, and what a great place to watch the footy. So they're taking on the Jets. What a game Two that's going to be. Two foundation clubs. That's going to be fantastic. And then we've also got Satili Tupanua and Billy Smith uh, running out for the Bears. And then in our first grade side, Matt Lodge coming onto the bench. So, I mean, look, if you're a Roosters fan... What great news. Forget about what happened last Mm, Thursday. That's right. Let's look ahead to this week. (laughs) Three State of Origin players that have played State of Origin are playing in reserve grade on Saturday afternoon. Get out there. Get to Henson. What a game. Bells, I'm definitely heading out there Saturday afternoon. I couldn't think of a better place, weather permitting, of course, to have a couple of young Henrys on the the hill there um, and watch the bloke ride around on his penny-farthing bicycle. I can't wait. I'm going to get out there and support them and also support Kelly Robbo. Yeah. A local legend of the eastern suburbs and Bondi. Got a lot to do with that side. Yep. So Brett Gillard as well. Brett Gillard's in the coaching staff. Yep. So get out there. Well, I look forward to seeing you out there. And as we head to our first break, coming up, the Golden Boot winner from 2022, Joseph Manu. You're on Roosters Radio and we'll be back right after this. Well, Roosters fans, they don't get much bigger than this. Of course, one of our all-time favourites, not only in the Roosters, but one of the all-time favourite players that we've ever interviewed. And he's back. That's right. He's back on Roosters Radio. Welcome to Roosters Radio, Joey Manu. Hey, guys. How's it going? Really well, mate. Really well. Joey, you're going to kick off. You got married in the off-season. And, uh, mate, you know, can you tell it was the it was the world's world's biggest wedding? The great Joey Manu get married, mate. Uh, 
it's talked about in the papers and the socials and everything else. How was it for you? <laughs> yeah, no, it was nice. It wasn't, um, it wasn't too big. I had a pretty quiet one here and, um, down in, uh, near Wollongong there. So it was nice. I had a lot of family coming over from New Zealand and, um, yeah, it was a good day. It was, yeah, it was real good uh, celebrating that. And yeah, it was, it's been pretty good so far. I heard there was a bit of dancing going on, Joey. Who who cut the rug up the most? Let us know. He thought he was the best, but he was a bit <laughs> uncoordinated. I mean, uh, there was Satsili there, Siwa. Um, all the Roosters boys were pretty good, actually. They're, um, my family's Cook Island and Māori, so um, there's a lot of dancing going on. And <laughs> <laughs> they real, uh, yeah, they real put them to the test and... Um, most of them passed. I think uh, Dylan Nuffer was a bit um, pretty slow for Cook Island, though. <laughs> yeah. Joey, just, yeah. you spoke so highly, uh, you know, last time we spoke to you about family. How important are those moments in the off-season when you get an opportunity? You guys train so hard. It's almost 11 months of the year. But how important is it to t- take a break and just live a little bit of life, you know? NRL players are under mm. such scrutiny. How important to you to have the family out and feel the joy of being around the ones you love the most and who you can be yourself with? Yeah, you know, it's just big um, for most players and also myself. I feel like I, yeah, I love getting home mostly and um, just, yeah, sort of just uh, reconnecting with the family. And it's just that, I guess, the, especially in the off season, there's a bit of downtime there. Uh, most of the boys enjoy it. So, yeah, I love going home and, uh, yeah, spending time with the family. It's, uh, yeah, we're all just humans at the end of the day, um, normal, normal people. So, whenever I get the time to do that, um, yeah, it's, it definitely helps, I guess, my footy on the field too. So, it's good. I think you just mentioned you're with your dad at the moment, aren't you, Joey? Just went and got a feed together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We'll <laughs> just, give him a shout out. <laughs> yeah, that's still be cool. We love that. <laughs> we love watching you guys, actually. <laughs> Joey, let's just go back a touch to last year. It was another amazing season from yourself, but capped off, of course, with the World Cup and uh, you were bestowed the, uh, the Golden Boot Award. Now, obviously, that's voted across all players internationally. As an accolade, um, you know, how did it feel to be voted the world's best rugby league player? It was good. It was, um, yeah, definitely, like, when you look at the list of players that's won there, and uh, it's definitely something I don't take for granted. Like, I, was, I felt pretty humble to uh, receive an award like that. Um, I wasn't really, I didn't really think much of it going over there. I was more focused on winning the World Cup. Um, that was my main focus. So it was a bit hard to take after, obviously, losing to Australia. But then, yeah, like, like I said, once I looked at the names and the players, the that's one that before me, I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty special and pretty big uh, for me to win this. And where does it stand amongst the, the, the long list of accolades and premierships and everything that you've won? Is it below a premiership or is it something where you, it takes pride of place at home? I, I think it's below. I think it's just um, I sort of look like the, the team awards more. Um, winning premierships together. If I won the World Cup, it would have been probably up there too, so. Yeah, I sort of. That's why I play the team sport, rugby league. Um, it's a team sport, and I, I enjoy yeah all those um, team um, trophies more, I guess. Um, but that's definitely up there too. I can't really say that it's down. Obviously, uh, caught up with you at the season launch, and we could see there's a real chemistry between uh, the two Joeys in the club. Um, they were in the naughty corner, they, I thought. They, they were. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, the, but the role of mentor, Joey, is, are you enjoying that one? Is it something that you've enjoyed being able to bring these younger players on as you've matured and become a leader yourself? Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a bit different. It was a bit different for myself. Um, sort of started that mainly, mainly last year, sort of being in that leadership group with the boys. Um, sort of wasn't really one to talk um, 
I guess, too much. And I'm still, I still uh, feel like I'm learning um, sort of that that stuff. But I do feel like I've got a connection with a lot of young um, players, especially like the Pacific Island boys and um, the ones that are living away from home, which I can really feel like I can help. Um, but yeah, I'm still uh, practicing that myself and um, learning from guys like Teddy, Jared, um, Kerry, which helps. I still feel like I've got a, a long way to go and, and that role, but yeah, I am enjoying it. I remember when we first met you a number of years ago, mate, we had a microphone in our hand and, and you'd run the other way. <laughs> yeah, I still try to do that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Most times I get forced now. <laughs> no choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, Joey, let's turn our attention to this year and the Roosters. We're three and two at the moment. We off to a slow start that first game, and then we've had a three-game winning streak. And then, unfortunately, you know, Thursday night down there, we we didn't come away with the win. But um, how's it been around camp this year? How is it? Uh, what's the feeling like? And how's your start of the year, in your opinion? How do you feel? Yeah, it's been um, yeah, sort of been up and down. Uh, I feel like it's been probably a bit better than the last few years and starting, but. Obviously, last week didn't help. But yeah, for myself, it's been stop-start too. I've sort of been in and out. Mm. Um, obviously, injury and the suspension there. So um, yeah, a bit disruptive there. But I feel like we're, we're, we are on the right like, right track. We've been training hard. And I feel like the yeah the intensity of training is real good. So like we all want to get better. And I feel like we'll, we'll show. But yeah, we're just working on ourselves. Not too focused on other teams, uh, which is good. And yeah, just trying to improve our, our game. So I feel like it's yeah, it's been good, good start. Joey, uh, last week in Melbourne, we saw you at fullback. How do you find the transition? You know, we know you can play anywhere fullback, uh, five out and centre. What is your favourite position, and how do you find it when you got to transition around? Uh, yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy the I guess just the challenge of uh, playing fullback or yeah, it's a different position. Uh, I played centre for a while now, and it's, um, I love that position because it uh, brings a few things that other positions doesn't bring, but um, yeah, whenever I get to slide in different positions, I sort of look at it as a challenge and uh, try and do my best um, in that role. And yeah, it's pretty tough when you got to follow someone like Teddy, um, try to fill in those boots. But I, mm. I play uh, whatever position. I sort of play it my own style, and um, that's what I feel uh, when I feel like I'm at my best is when I'm playing. Um, yeah, my own style. So I don't really have a favorite position. I'm just as long as I'm out there, I sort of play the same. Yeah, I don't think Roosters fans would care if Robbo threw you in the front row, Joe. As soon as we see the name Manu in the in the team sheet, we just go, oh, sweet. <laughs> Last week, you know, it seemed to be it was nothing better than a bludger of a game is the best way to describe it. That's how Suki describes it. And I mean that with the greatest respect. As a player, when you're in the rain and just nothing's going our way, it just didn't seem like it was our night. We tried our guts out. Does it feel a bit like that for you? Like we're trying so hard, but it just didn't go right. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's frustrating. It's um, yeah, it does feel like I feel like every game we we obviously got there to to win. It's not like we sort mm. of want to lose, and we're always giving it um as much as we can. And um, yeah, it was obviously the errors that didn't help us. It was uh, those on us though. We just we just I don't know. We couldn't flip it back, and yeah, we just sort of let that game slide. But I mean, it, it was definitely frustrating um how we played that game because. You know, we know we gave away a lot of ball and we we're on our end the whole time and we just made it tough for ourselves. So, um, but it's something we need to uh, pick up and we've looked at that mm-hmm. as a team, uh, how to improve that. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we're definitely working on that and um, I feel like we'll be better. So, Joey, what has been the focus of training this week? Plenty to work on? Yeah, 
plenty there. Um, oh, just getting back to our style, our rooster style, you know, that hard running uh, with a lot of support, short passes. Obviously, we've, we've talked a lot about completions, but um, hasn't been the main focus. Just about, yeah, us getting back to uh, that style you want to see. You know, when you watch the roosters play, is that fast line speed, strong in defense, um, and then connecting up in attack. So there's a bit there, but uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just take it um, day by day and game by game. Now, Joey, when we turn up there at Shark Park, I think it's called Points Bet Stadium now. Um, historically, it's a tough uh, place to play, but uh, producer Pat pulled a stat out earlier and said that since Teddy's been at the Roosters, they've never lost to the Sharks. How do we beat the Sharks at home on Friday night? Um, yeah, just exactly what I was saying. talking about um, how we can improve and playing their, their Roosters um, style. It's obviously tough going to Shark Park. Uh, the fans are real rowdy there. Um, <laughs> so we're up for a big game, but it's one of those games you enjoy, you look forward to, and um, yeah, it's one of those big, big uh, games. So we've got to do um, our style and uh, play play our style, but um, we're in for a big game, so we know that. And yeah, we're looking forward to. It. We're excited by the challenge. Joey, just on that, you mentioned it's tough there. They're they're loud out there, and and it's so close to the game there at Shark Park, but. Just, I want to know what what's your favourite stadium you've played at. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying the Allianz Stadium, right? Eh? I really love the the new stadium there. Obviously, Sun Suncorp's probably up there for myself. Um, that's an, a good stadium, but yeah, Allianz is sort of also sort of made it our home, and especially when it's full out. So yeah, it's very loud, and it's, I feel like it's a great um, stadium for people to watch forty two. It's very close to the atmosphere, so. Yeah, it's probably one of the best at the moment. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> now, Joey, we started this interview talking about your wedding and you, you mentioned the name Dylan Napper. We talked earlier on the show. Obviously, DJ Napsky's back in the house <laughs> running out for the Reggies uh, on Saturday, but also some really big names coming back. Uh, Angus Crichton, of course. We've got Satili playing for the Bears, Billy Smith, Matt Lodge. Yeah, Nathan Brown as well. He'll be debuting. Yeah. But, mate, honestly, to have such a calibre of footballer coming back, it, it must... It must be some good energy around the club. Yeah, it's awesome, eh? It's great great to see. I mean, you know, we train, we do a lot of oppose against each other and the reserve grade side is just as good as the first grade side and that's what sort of um, sort of how we treat things is and they're still sharp and still. Um, so we're trying to get each other better and I feel like, yeah, it's great to see the boys, you know, especially the ones coming back from injury, just happy to see them up there playing some footy. Um but, yeah, it's definitely going to be big for us too. Um, we'll need a lot of them boys, especially around the whole season. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing them and um, hopefully they'll be up, up there with us, which will be nice. And lastly, mate, just going back to the wedding, we know as a young single man, one thing that you love doing more than anything else was you're a keen gamer. You had the big multi-screen set up. You had the headset and everything was uh, tucked away. Now uh, now that you're not the boss of the house, mate, have you still got a little room where you can uh, peel off and uh, continue on that gaming uh, skills that you got? She, she might be a gamer as well. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Terrell, let you get, Terrell, let you do that around the house or what? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very limited. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. Holding on. Sneak in there. You'll well, appreciate those moments even more when you can get there. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> it's been good. Well, Joey, as always, mate, we really appreciate your time. We wish you the best of luck, not only this Friday night, but across the season. Thanks for joining us on Roosters Radio. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.
welcome back to Roosters Radio. I'm Bellas. As always, isn't it refreshing talking to Joey Manu? Oh, he's great. He's just such a lovable guy and he's he's one of my faves up there with Lindsay, I'd say. <laughs> Interesting he, hearing his comments there about how he's uh, taking on that leadership role. I think you see it on the field now. I think he came back for that second game with headgear. Mm. But that return, obviously, I think was a bit premature, but we needed his leadership on the field. And just even hearing him and listening to him speak there, it feels like it's something, and we've seen firsthand mm. when he's around some of these young players, specifically the Polynesian kids, just how much he's enjoying that role. Definitely. I agree. I think it was a bit of a premature uh, return yeah. this year, but obviously after that first uh, game that we got walloped, he needed to come back in and, and it just proved it. We played so well with him the week after. And as you said, we've seen him around Soeli'i and a lot of the younger boys and you know, they have their giggles, they have yeah. their chats, but you can see the leadership. And honestly, there's only so much more to come with him. And it's just going to be so exciting seeing his future at the club and what he brings to the Roosters. Well, Bells, let's turn our attention to Friday night, 6 o'clock, Points Bet Stadium. It'll always be Shark Park to me. But our Roosters taking on the Sharks. And as I said in the interview, uh, a fascinating stat, Roosters haven't been beaten by the Sharks since 2017. Prior to that, they were a real bogey side. Uh, of ours, but it looks like we've got the wood on them at the moment. Very hard to win down there. How do you see it? Yeah, I think we lost like six games, was it, Cooper? Yeah, something like that. Prior yeah. to in a row, and then since 2017, we've run the last seven games against them. So, as Manu said, it's hard at Shark Park. The crowd always get involved, and they're very close to the game, but uh, it's going to be a cracking game. Good to see Teddy back, uh, you know, after that concussion. It's good to see him well, and it's good to see him come back onto the park and Lodges back I, in. He's, the, he's a big in for me. Oh, definitely. We just need more starch up front, mm. and he brings that. So, yeah. I, And look, it was a, it was an innocuous kind of head clash that, that got him in uh, round one, so getting him back, it, it's just so good. Oh, just coming off the bench, or he, it's just going to be so impacting to see him run back out there, and he had such a cracking year last year, so... Now, boys, speaking of stats, we um, had a couple of great ones a couple of moments ago, but Paddy, the producer, is going to pull one out of his hat here. Paddy, the producer off the back fence, Bells, for, <laughs> for the stat of the week. Out so, of the corner. <laughs> stat of the week here, Jared Waria Hargroves, you all know how important he is to the team, but yes. for those who don't value him as much as we do, this is why you should. So since he returned in round three against the South, we've had 11 tries scored against us. Two of those while he's been on the field. Wow. So the brick 60, wall. Yeah, 66 the Bondi points wall. and 18 of those against uh, when Hargrave is on the field and uh, most of those were off the back of penalty kicks. And he plays 46 minutes on average. So it's not wow. like he's on the field for, for not too long. He's on the field for more than half the game. And uh, I think it's an amazing stat. Well, that just proves what a leader he is at the club up the front and um, Lodge running out with him on Friday night with Lindsay. Wow. It's an ominous front row we've got there and a great rotation as well. Guys, the matchup I'm looking forward to most is the one between the halves. You know, you've got Moylan and Nico Hines up against Luke Keir and Sam Walker. I think it's fair to say uh, Sammy didn't have his best game there last Thursday night, so he'll be looking to improve. And then um, you've got the, uh, you know, a halfback that's just been signed on for, what is it, seven years or yeah, whatever? six million. So- 
for six, six million, million dollar man. Seven million for six years or whatever it is. I've probably got it messed up, but um, he's in form at the moment, so that is going to be very interesting. Just a couple of other mouthwatering matchups, and I'm not sure whether they, where they match up on the field, but just in the centres, you've got Joey Manu and Talakai. Yep. You know, a big barnstorming runner up against the light feet of Joey or Suwali'i. So mm-hmm. that's a good, that's a positive, you know, having uh, our two Joeys in the centres for us this week. But also the wingers, we've got a very informed Jackson Bowler as well as our, you know, our favourite winger in Toops, up against the, uh, you know, the try-scoring machine, Ronaldo Mulatalo. And then there's some big boppers up front, Royce Hunt up against uh, our big fellas. And uh, also, uh, I think they've got returning Wade Graham Wade Bells. Grahams, yeah, he's, he's back as well. So it's going to be a cracking game, Cooper. Uh, how do you see it on Friday night? I think it's going to be tight, Bells. Um, over these past couple of games, we've won by probably 12 points or more. Uh, I don't think this one's going to be a blowout. So I'm going to say Roosters Roosters 20, Sharks 14. Oh, 2014. I'm going for a little bit more points on the board there. 10 points in between them. 32 Roosters, 22 to the Sharks. And don't forget, there's an early kickoff out there at Shark Park on Friday night. Our undefeated Jersey Fleg are taking on the Sharks. They are. Double header. Double header. It's going to be fantastic. Get out there and support the Roosters if you can. They kick off at 3.45 p.m. So great to have that game before, you know, like old school back yep. in the day. So get out there, everyone. And after we get the chocolates on Friday, head on down to Henson Park, the eighth wonder of the world, 3 p.m. kickoff to watch our reserve grade take on the Blue Bags, the New Down Jets. Can't wait for that, Silky. Going to be there on that sideline cheering them on. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We'd like to thank our very special guest, the one and only Joey Manu. You've been listening to Roosters Radio, East to Win. East know how to play the game, they play it hard and fair. East know how to win the game, they give more.